What if it rained food? What if Earth was a cube? What if we had nine lives? What if bits could fly? It's absurd. If money grew on trees, if we didn't have knees, if we walked through life slightly magnetical, it's absurd. Absurd hypotheticals. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Absurd Hypotheticals, the show we overthink dumb questions so you don't have to. I'm your host, Marcus Lehner, and I'm joined here today by Chris Yee and Ben Storms. Say hi, guys. Hey, I'm Chris. Hey, I'm Ben. Guys, it feels like it's been forever since we've done one of these lightning rounds, but that's where we are today. I guess because our last one was the mega lightning round, which was just a whole different animal. Yeah, I guess technically still a lightning round, kind of. Yeah, it is. It was still a lightning round. It was... A hundred questions yeah, instead of like... a lot of lightning. <laughs> quite the storm. <laughs> it, the estimated, you know, six to nine questions we're about to answer. But I'm glad we're back. I, lo- I love doing these episodes and I'm very excited. They are some of my favorite. They're a lot of fun. I wasn't really saying real conversation. I was trying to buy time until I could open the question list. <laughs> <laughs> You're a professional host. All right. Our very, our very first question here is, what if... Well, actually, let me explain lightning rounds real quick for anyone who doesn't know. <laughs> I'd like to do that. Some, I don't know if I do that often. What but a anyway, tease to the audience. <laughs> yeah. Typically for our, for our episodes, we, we do a bunch of research and we all prepare an answer uh, on one specific question. On our lightning rounds, uh, we just wing it and we just try to do a bunch in like a lightning round setting. Where, you know, very fast blitz, thunder, lightning, and all those things. But anyway, what if life was a musical? What if life was a musical? Does that mean that everyone is good at singing or that you, you're, you sing regardless of whether you're good? I think you've seen single garage whether you're good. Yeah, well, I think it's kind of one of those things where everyone happens to be good enough, and if you just suck at singing, maybe you're a background character. Maybe that's oh, the trick. So that's, that's like terrible. a class system, <laughs> whether you're good yeah, at singing or not. Yeah, it's a physics-enforced class system of, like, you can go through your day. Maybe, I'm not sure if it's better or worse to be the center of attention, because, like, you get to talk out, you get to sing out your problems to be the center of attention, but... Then everyone's going to know all your shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you're doing your, you know, the light's dim and you're doing your internal monologue about just how much you goddamn hate Jerry, you know, Jerry's onto you. You know, <laughs> Jerry gets to hear that. And you probably don't get to hear Jerry's monologue because maybe Jerry isn't very good at singing. He gets to just, you know. It's privacy. So, important question. Is there, like, an orchestra? I assume there's music playing just from, like, everywhere. The ether? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I imagine it being orchestral music. I mean, not necessarily, I suppose. Or just like Disney-style music, I guess. Yeah. Well, it really depends on, it depends on what your mood is. It might be, you might be feeling a rap that day. That might be yeah. what fits your emotional state. You get, you get stuck in Hamilton? <laughs> yeah, you get stuck in Hamilton and like, you know, you're, you're trying to overthrow the Brits and suddenly like you're rapping everywhere. It happens, it, it, you know. Do you have to rhyme? I mean, rhyming is a big part of songs. I feel like it's not necessarily a big part of songs and musicals, though. I, feel I guess. Like they, they get I mean, some, like, yeah, I guess it depends on the show. Stuff. Yeah. Like, well, if, it's it just one of those, like... if it's just one of those shows where it's like they're just singing normal sentences, I think like Lem is like that, right? Kind of. Uh, it depends. I've effectively already exhausted my knowledge of musicals without having gone into any detail on anything. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what Lem is? <laughs> yeah. In vague terms, like if you ask me a specific about it, I would be not be able to answer you. But yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware that that is a musical. <laughs> here's, here's here's a very important question. 
um, because I can't remember which is a musical where literally everything is in song or is that a subcategory of musical? I don't think it has to be everything's a song. I think it's because like a lot of Disney movies you consider musicals. See, but I don't think those are actually I think that I think like technically those might not, might not be musicals. According to Wikipedia, they're, they're musicals. <laughs> uh, definition. The most important part of the lightning round is it has shown up very early, which is uh, going to Google and looking at the definition of something. What is a musical? I don't think it has to be everything. I think it just has to be some sort of song that a character is singing. Yeah, this this definition is just say, saying, like, we're singing and dancing, playing an essential part. Dancing! I hadn't thought about the dancing, but there would I, be dancing. I also think dancing isn't necessary for a musical, but it is a big part in a lot of things. According to this dictionary definition, it says essential part. Right. Sung through musicals. So a specific a subsection of musicals is sung through musicals where everything is is sung. But Got it, okay. Yeah. That does and help that. Hamilton is in that category. Yes. Everything there is sung. I mean, I, I, I think I think the first point that we made is probably the most salient point about, you know, just it's it's you don't get to vent your stuff. But if you are good at singing, you'd have to vent your stuff. <laughs> if you're good at singing, then you're a major character, which means all the good stuff and bad stuff happens to you. All the background characters is just like not interesting stuff. <laughs> Here is one thing about being a background character, though, is that if you're a background character in a musical, it means you're dancing. It does mean you're dancing. You have to be a good dancer. So you have to be able to do one of the two. <laughs> Either sing or dance. You got to pick. Uh, dancing all the time sounds tiring. That was possibly... Was that a Would You Rather once? Didn't you we to, at some point talk yeah, about dancing Yeah, that was a Would You time? Rather. Yeah, it was yeah. Would You Rather Sing All the Time or Dance All the Time. Marcus wasn't on that episode. We had a guest. Oh yeah. What the what the, the one actual thing is the one episode I miss on this entire <laughs> podcast. It's fantastic. I, I think we. I think. Well, where would you guys land on that? What which one's better, singing or dancing? I don't remember what I said. I don't remember if, it was, if that was. I think I said singing because dance. I said dancing was too tiring. I think. Well, I guess the conclusion is that if life was a musical, things would suck for everybody, <laughs> uh, main yes. character or not. I like musicals though. So. I do too. That'd be nice. All right. Here's another one. What if we only used acronyms? How do you describe what acronym you're using? Like, if, what if someone doesn't know what the acronym is, what the acronym means? How would you describe it? Can you? Like, hold on. Is it, is it <laughs> possible? I don't know if it is. There will be some very common acronyms that, like, everyone uses. So you could try to use those common ones to describe it somehow. Yeah, like there's pl- you can communicate at least in minimums where you know you can be like WTF, LOL. Okay, but here's here's the hypothetical in this hypothetical for you, Marcus. So you say you say like it's very easy to to use like say LOL for laugh out loud. What if you wanted to I don't know buy Land Lakes butter? <laughs> LOLB. <laughs> Is it like super important that it's Land Lakes? <laughs> I mean, it could be. I think. I think what I think you can't. Yeah, I think what Ben is saying is you can't multi-purpose acronyms without confusing the issue. So there would have to be laws against using certain acronyms because they're too common a terms. Well, it's not so much laws as there's no there's no law against using gibberish language. I guess it'll just naturally happen. Yeah, people just don't do it because you can't be understood. So would it just reduce that? Would you just have to use the common ones? And I imagine we would establish, you know. Like like web domains, like, you know, up to four letters that all the acronyms are used up. 
It's like in some online games, they don't like people just typing in whatever they want. So they have these preset phrases and you're stuck to those. It's kind of, it's kind of like that. <laughs> they can only emote. <laughs> yeah. This sounds terrible. <laughs> I mean, you can still kind of communicate through that like that. I mean, emotes do are better when you have the negative ones too. Like where like the, what they do in games now is they really avoid having anything negative that you can say. Like, um, I know the example you're thinking of is a game that removed "oops" as a uh, an emote. Yeah, like you can't say "oops" because it could just you, you could use it sarcastically too often when you're <laughs> when you're uh, when your opponent effed up and made that make them feel bad about themselves. So it's really like you can say like "good game," which is still you could just spam that and make someone feel bad. But yeah. Um, I guess it's just a show. We're infinitely versatile with how we use our our words, and we'll just use context to get by. Yeah, and tone and stuff. There's a lot of yeah, a lot of inflection carrying a lot of water in this world. <laughs> a lot of context and meaningful glances. So really, it's kind of just how we communicate anyway. Nobody uses the correct words. We say on our entirely audio based medium. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> what if you were stuck in a time loop? How long is this time loop? Oh, that's a really good question, because we could technically be stuck in a time loop right now. Yeah, we could. It's just at least, you know, 29 years long. Right. I mean, the typical loop is a day. Right. Yeah, so we go. So I guess, what if, it, what if you were in Groundhog Day? Yeah. What would you do? I don't know what I would do, because everything you do is pointless then. Well, here's the question. Here's the thing that, that is, like, kind of, that, like, is tricky about the Groundhog Day, because obviously this... uh stuck in a loop thing happens to you you know generally out of the blue and you don't know why it's happening and there's something some key thing that you have to do to break the loop you know you have to come to a personal realization or murder the president or something like it's just something weird so the like the implication that like oh yeah i'll just yeah you know, i'd spend the first week doing kind of normal stuff and then you know i would just start like burning down my house and all that you got to be careful because what if burning down your house is, you know, on the on the cycle you burn your house down, you happen to do the other thing that breaks your loop. Yeah, you never know when it's going to end. So you got to always think that it's going to be the last day of the loop. How long do you think you guys just mesh around with the time before you start trying to break it? Like, I feel like there's a period of time where I'd be like, there's some shit I can try to do now that I could never try to do before. I think I'd probably mess around for like a month or two. I think so too. That sounds like it sounds like a weirdly nice vacation, <laughs> right? It kind of does. If you because like you can just like call into work sick every day because it's the same day, and just like you know you can't obviously can't do anything more than you know a day trip or something, but you can kind of just do whatever you want. Spend your time watching everything on Netflix until you've run out of things to watch because you're not making anything new. <laughs> Why is that what you would choose? <laughs> you are consistently battling chris <laughs> <laughs> i worry about you chris in the quarantine a little bit there is a lot of stuff on netflix that would last you a long time you have so many hobbies how are you not doing any of those because you when you books, finish you it do this, it's on like... at the beginning of time loop you haven't done it yet so it's pointless yeah he actually has a point on that one i like writing a book doesn't isn't particularly helpful if you can only yeah. do it for a day you could plan a whole bunch of books but you can't like keep can't, notes yeah I'd have to memorize them. I don't know. I, I feel like I, I could, I could, board games were a thing, you know, I design, um, so my hobby is design board games. So board games were a thing I could like, quote unquote, design in a day. Like I could do play testing and be like, hey, I came up with this game idea today and throw it out there. And I could keep iterating on that. I could actually make progress on a board game. I feel like it's easier to keep track of progress for a board game than it is for a book. Oh yeah, no, because all you gotta do for the board game is 
because you're you're going through iterations, so all you have to do is just skip to the, the yeah. Start one. with yeah. It says so much about all of us that these are things you're saying. And what my first thought was like, I could either like fly somewhere. It doesn't matter how much it costs. And like, I wouldn't have a whole lot of time there, but whatever. Or I could just like buy stuff for the fanciest meal possible and keep trying to cook it every day until I like nail it. <laughs> Cooking. Yep. Yeah. See, those are good. Those are probably, those are all just like good ideas for people with healthy lives who aren't riddled with guilt for not doing more at home and working hobbies. Um, I mean, so, in Groundhog's Day, he learns how to play the piano. So that is true. Yeah, developing a skill is probably one of the best things you can do. Yeah, having a hobby or skill that that transfers through the days is probably how you would do it. And the question is, how long you want to stay in it before you start trying to break it? Well, Chris, what would be the what be the first? Say today was your loop day. What would be the first thing you would do to try to break it? I really have nothing to go off of for what's causing it. I would probably, I'd probably try to do something really bizarre and not normal at all. That is the worst answer I've ever heard. I don't heard. think I would. <laughs> Why? What's, you effectively answer? repeated the question back to me. Wait, I didn't repeat the question? <laughs> well, no, what he asked was like, what's the weird thing that you would do in order to try to write the time up? And you were like, I would do something really weird. <laughs> but I mean. The implied question is what no, you did that. I know, I, know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean, Chris. Because like, like, I feel like you have to like. You look for like like was there someone important who died on this day or like is there like you have to look for some something weird about the day, right? I guess you would have to do research. So I guess starting research on what actually happened the day before. I guess it could be something that happens the day of too, which would complicate things. Yeah, that's true. But you have plenty of time to research both. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> God, I feel like actually now that when I asked the question about like how long you'd wait to try to fix things, I feel like I would honestly just like spend more time than I want to admit just like cooking a lavish meal and watching a movie every Maybe day. Like a for, year. A it year, would be a while. A, yeah. Yeah. I also realize that this it is actually kind of an uncomfortable question to really think about because mostly what I'm asking is what's the ironic thing you think you're punished get, would get punished for? <laughs> so right. Like, I know. D- dive deep into your psyche and well, tell me what, say, you, what makes you a shitty person. I was going to say that I was going to do something really weird and not normal, but I wouldn't go as far as like kill someone. What if you found out you had to kill someone or stop the time loop, Chris? Would you kill someone then? Ooh. Who is this person? I don't know. Steve. Yes. Yep. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. That's it. If we were stuck in a time loop, we'd all go kill Steve. Yep. <laughs> One of our listeners is Steve, and we just freaked him out. Oh, and that would be tricky because our next question is, what if people didn't have names? What if people didn't have <laughs> Steve, names? Steve is safe now. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say that my first impression of this question is that, for me, nothing would change because I don't remember anybody's name in the first place. <laughs> yeah, I'm it would really be a weight off my names. back. Yeah. Like, oh, man, thank God. I mean, we'd probably just go off of physical descriptors then, right? Like, this is a weird question because I feel like... We would develop names naturally. Right. Like, we're not given one at birth, but we would just eventually start calling people certain things. Maybe everyone's... All right, so so I guess it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be constant, though, right? Like, unless if you're someone who's like seven and a half feet tall, you're going to get called tall dude a lot. Like that's going to happen. But for the most part, it's just going to be, someone's going to find some relatively like prominent combination of features about you and call you that, I guess. Probably. Is that not a nickname though? Except, well, but, but it's not like, it's not like, cause I was, I was thinking that, but I'm assuming under like the logic of this question, we would never think to take one of these and, 
assume everyone will always call us that or like ask people to call us that right it's just people would pick it when they see us would you just pick their relationship to you as like the name what if it's friend and you're in a group of friends and then you can open the door to Mordor, too. This is go- not Mordor. Uh, <laughs> the dwarf mines. Moria. Oh, there we go. I see. Thank you. But yeah, just like, brother, plumber, how you doing? <laughs> I mean, I think it would happen. Like, I, yeah, I think that, the, tough thing is, the tough thing is, is oh, God, really weird if, like, he went to the grocery store and everyone, you know, like, all the employees were just like, hello, customer. I don't like that. That's terrifying. I mean, most of the time, you don't really need to, like, if you're with people, you don't really need to say names. You just talk to them or say, like, him and point. Yeah. It's when you're talking about someone that isn't with you is that's a problem. Yeah. So that's where, what I'm trying to figure out is that is that I feel like just by necessity, a lot of things people are referred to as will be physical characteristics. Because if you're trying to describe someone to someone else, like, that's, you know. Or things that people did right because they're like there are a lot of people with black hair right yeah so you'd have to get like really specific but you can be like that person that drove my car yesterday yeah maybe this isn't actually that bad i think you could could get by yeah all right so we, we we can use other things to call people besides their names and as evidenced by that we do that anyway right <laughs> because yeah, exactly. nobody knows anybody's <laughs> right. name for real like, I don't think I've said either of your names once this episode yet. I said, I said my both name your names. Yeah. Yeah, I said my name. Marcus has said all of our names once. <laughs> I, I definitely said your name once, Chris. And then a second time but right there. Second time. <laughs> uh, this, is probably, this is probably one from my brain from months ago. Um, what if cows had hands? <laughs> now, I this hate was, you. This was a joke from, a, like, from an episode, I think. And we're like, oh, let's put it in lightning round. It was? Why don't I remember yeah. this at all? I forget. I forget what episode we were talking about. Cow hands. We're probably talking about cow hands. What? But okay, saying we were probably talking about cow hands. When the question is, what if cows had hands? Isn't helpful, Marcus. <laughs> that doesn't tell me anything. No, like, 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 like the thing that that you oh you know, oh you like can't the, remember the, the name profession. of the person taking care of your cows. You call yes. them your cow hand. I see. My brain is broken. Okay, <laughs> we're good. This is definitely from another episode, though. I remember taking it from there and putting it here okay i don't remember the context so what if cows had hands what, what if cows, cows had hands god i i'd hate it do they still walk on four limbs and they just walk on their hands too or are they walking yeah. on two legs and then they have hands no i think i think all the hooves replaced with hands oh, oh all, so of them? all four of them or maybe just the front ones i was just imagining two for some reason in my mind all four of them being hands is way worse than just the front two. And I don't know why. That is worse in my mind, too. It shouldn't be. Well, it's because when I imagine a cow with hands, I imagine it's standing up on its hind legs and then it's just like walking around like a person. No, even if I think of it being on all four legs, it's still weirder if all four legs end in hands. Yeah, I agree. What also doesn't make any sense is that, like, this is no weird, like, like, bears basically have hands like this shouldn't be a super weird thing a paw, and yeah, a yet, paw is basically a hand yet my brain is melting when i think about this <laughs> so let's 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 establish first off does this make cows bipedal i would say no i don't think so i don't think they could balance yeah the rest the of their body does work. not work can a cow stand on its hind legs not like like for an extended period of time but like like a horse right can a cow rear up <laughs> it's a weird image 
I think the answer is yeah. I think cows can run, so they should be able to. Cows could jump because elephants are the only ones that can't jump. So cows have to be able to jump, which means they should be able to stand on their hind legs. I've only seen cows stand. <laughs> um, there's apparently there's apparently a video clip from Indonesia of a baby cow that didn't have front legs that could walk around on hind legs. Mm. And I hate this. Oh no. Oh, why am I gonna watch this? I can't imagine the balance, like the the weight, how it's distributed. I feel like like a a fully grown cow, yeah, wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, I guess a baby cow. Oh, I hate this video. Oh no, baby cows are still pretty big though, right? Yeah, but I mean they're still definitely much less like like meaty than a full size cow. Yeah. So if they have hands, does that mean they have opposable thumbs? I would say so. I guess the difference between like a hand and a paw. And a paw. Just having right. a thumb. Because you would say that like like a monkey has hands, right? Yeah. And well, I guess I, actually, no. I guess, I guess if the... a cow if a cow had hands, would it milk itself? Could you teach it to milk itself? Oh, you made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is probably what you would do. Oh, I feel no. like this this might be related to why we asked the question in the first place. <laughs> I hate it. This seems like the path that would lead to what if cows had hands. <laughs> if cows had hands, they could milk themselves and you get so much efficiency and somebody would be out of a job. Okay, so if we talked about this before, clearly the reason I don't remember it is that my brain has like blacked that out for my own safety. It might have been the episode where we had the would you rather of uh, would you rather milk a cow for like a really long time or whatever, or would you rather wash a bunch of dogs? How would we have got? Okay, uh, it doesn't matter. We... <laughs> Point being, yes, oh, clearly man. we would train cows to milk themselves. Boom! That's it. That's all we need. What if all objects were spheres? So we did. What if all people were spheres? But now all objects. Do people count as objects? I would I mean, say yes, no. but let's let's not talk about people because we did a whole episode on that. Okay, it would be really hard to sleep. The Earth gets slightly taller; it is no longer an oblate spheroid. I don't think we would notice that. Is the Earth an object? What counts, counts as, an, as object? an object? Okay, so I guess you like man-made objects, maybe. If we only knew how to make spheres, so a stick is not an object. <gasps> I love the idea that somehow someone made a sphere and everyone was like, "Yes, that everything that." <laughs> it gets really complicated if it's not man-made things. Like, what about grass? <laughs> right. Yeah, I think I think things just don't make sense. Men, man, man can only everything that is man-made is now a sphere. Okay. Question: <laughs> How do you make a sphere with a sphere? <laughs> <laughs> well you wrap one around the other i guess what <laughs> that's just a bigger sphere how do you how do you have more than just the one object then <laughs> hmm that is tricky <laughs> i guess they're all just handmade like like from nothing you've just put shit together in a sphere shape how do you make the first sphere i don't it's not like you can like cut it in half because once you cut it in half and take it apart it's not a sphere anymore i think it becomes a sphere Hmm. <laughs> but then we get into some... How do you make oh, it? It man. spontaneously collapses it on itself and becomes a sphere. By the way, there's something wrong with me because this, this like, impossible physics situation is less uncomfortable for my brain to think about than cows with hands. You know, Ben, you, you just come on here and all you do is complain about how your brain is melting. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just keep melting my brain. <laughs> that sounds like your problem. <laughs> what, what about clothes? Oh. 
Can you put a hole in a sphere and it still counts as a sphere? I don't know if that counts as a sphere. What? Mm. Do you ha- just have a, a a hamster ball with like 60% opacity? <laughs> yeah, that, w- that technically would be a sphere. So I guess, or, are we saying that things can be an openable sphere? I guess that, that makes things a lot more a reasonable. Little, little that more gets reasonable. us bowls and cups and lots of useful things. Bras are back. <laughs> I think you can also use like if you had a sharpened bowl, you could use that to carve a sphere. So the edge of your sharpened double barrel bowl is now the new tool. Yeah. It's really hard to use without cutting yourself because all the parts that aren't sharp are round. <laughs> <laughs> I guess only maybe only half of the rim is sharp, so you can well, hold just put the other on, half. Just put on, just put on gloves. You'll be fine. Yeah, and gloves. Circle gloves. Gloves. Sphere. The gloves. Build, are build things like a PlayStation One character. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm done talking about this. <laughs> I guess the correct response. What What if you could walk on water? That'd be cool. I mean, it's not that useful though, right? Yeah, there's nothing like if you walk into the ocean. There's nothing out there. Right. You can like you can be a lifeguard. I guess. If you can walk on water, can you choose to go under the water cuz otherwise you're not a very good lifeguard. Well, if you fall, I'm sure if you fall over, you you land in water. Can you then climb back out onto the water? <laughs> can you walk on stair water? Water stairs. Water stairs? How do you make water stairs? Yeah, you're going to spend way more effort making water stairs than <laughs> you are just going around whatever fucking water right. it is. There's got to be something useful here. Like, uh... I don't think there is. I mean, I think the lifeguard is the closest you're going to get. Cranberry farming. Cranberry farm? That's, I mean... Then you have to duck down to Yeah, you're going to have cranberries. a lot of back problems. No, no, no. You use, like, a scooper. You use, like, a scooper or something. Like a, a, like a, like a pool net to pick up the cranberries. I don't know how they collect the cranberries. But I, I just see them always waist deep in water. I'm like, well, what if you're on top of that? That'd probably be convenient. Maybe. Could you play? Could you play uh, water polo? <laughs> you would be very good at water polo. There probably aren't any rules against walking on water. It's probably technically legal. Well, okay. So, well, here's the here's are, the one. I problem. think there are rules about staying in the water, but I'm not sure if that means in the pool or in the water. So, here's a problem with a water polo idea. Are you infinitely faster, more maneuverable? Well, no. So we're saying that if you fall down, you fall in the water, right? Okay. What if someone grabs your ankle? Mmm. <laughs> yeah, and, pa- and players are allowed three major fouls uh, in a game. There you go. You know so much about water polo now. Because <laughs> <laughs> you definitely can't get out of the water to get back on top of the water. So what it means is that you start, basically you make the other team start with one foul already. <laughs> so you have a minor advantage. Unless you start with a ball, in which case you could probably just, like, you know, happy feet around a couple players. Probably. Also, your throw is going to be so much stronger than, you know, anyone else's that's doing it from the water. So I think with the throwing, the biggest advantage you have is that it's a lot easier for you to fake out the... Is that a goalie? Is it just called a goalie? There's a goalie. Goalie? Okay. Fake out the goalie because you don't have to, like, jump and commit to the throw to throw it. You're just like pump fake. And you're just a lot higher. You're just a lot higher than everyone. Yeah. That's also, also you can use like 35 more muscles. 
Actually, is always being higher worse because you can't throw the balls low? You can throw a ball down. Yeah, but not can... like at water level. Like your shots what's always come in from... What does a goal of water bowl actually look like? I don't actually know. It's like a short soccer goal, right? Yeah, short soccer goal. And imagine like if the person in the water from like their shoulders at the top of the water, if they put their hands up, they can reach the top of it. Okay, I'm looking at pictures. It, yeah, that's super easy to throw into the to goal. Why would you ask me what it looks like if you're already looking up pictures? <laughs> oh, I just looked it up bef- like after I asked you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we learned a lesson about the ordering of things we do then. Huh? <laughs> There's a big gaping pause between you ask when you ask your question and me and Ben answered you. So yeah, you have plenty of time to Google it. I, I kind of feel like most of your shots are coming from the top though and they can defend you. They have to defend like less than that. I don't know. Maybe but I'm I mean, you can that. throw it over all the other players. Yeah. But the goal is... Also, here's, here's the one last trick on it. Is what if you could walk on water? Not if you. What if you could run on and jump on water? It's mm, a good point. So you have to walk. In which case, it serves no purpose except starting a cult. And also, you probably couldn't even start a cult because magicians do the walk on water trick all the time. So no one would actually believe that you're doing it. That's true. Except maybe other magicians. You could start a cult of magicians who know you're not full of shit. <laughs> I mean, if people are under the water that you're walking on, I think they'll believe it. <laughs> but the magicians do that too. They let people go under the water. They let people swim underneath. I've never seen this act. You do like some transparent platforms at, at water level and you just walk across them is generally how it's performed, I think. Or who knows? Not every magician reveals their tricks. <laughs> I think it'd be pretty obvious what the trick was if you're under the water. Uh, this is probably true. Yeah. Depends how good their props are, really. I thought you were going to say how good their water is for some reason. <laughs> Depends how murky. If it's really shitty water, you won't be able to see it because it'll be too murky. Speaking of water... What if you could never shower? And I'm going to say no baths. No, yeah, no and baths. don't just say take a bath. Yeah, No water in general. Are there ways to clean yourself without water? There probably are. I mean, okay. Can you just go outside in the rain? Mm. This is actually yes. a legitimate question because I feel like... I'll say yes. Yeah? If that's loud, then like, what about like lakes and rivers and stuff? Mm. I, feel like, I feel like going in like a lake is much dirtier water than rainwater, though. Probably. Like, you could clean yourself, but you're always going to smell like a lake, which is, I mean, probably better than smelling like you haven't showered in several months, but not ideal. I'm actually kind of torn on the rain thing now. Okay, let's do it without the rain thing first. Yeah, let's say not, like, no water in general. No water in general. So you can't bathe. So if the question is what if you could never bathe? Sure. And besides the answer of you smell and get lots of nasty skin diseases... Is there any comedy left after that? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, like, if you just got, like, a giant air blower and just, like, stood in front of it, you'd get sort of kind of clean, maybe? <laughs> no. <laughs> or, like, a, a heated one? So, like, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like the problem is, like, it's, like, oils, right? Yeah, I guess yeah. oils. I was thinking of, like, bacteria. Like, if it's heated, you could maybe kill the bacteria. You want to microwave yourself? <laughs> like, basically? I guess I don't know how hot it would have to be. It'd probably have to be pretty hot. Yeah. But they do that with, like, eggs, don't they? They, um, what's the word? Pasteurize? Yeah, they pasteurize the eggs. Can you pasteurize a human? <laughs> <laughs> Can you pasteurize a human? I'm going to put uh, a person. Nope, not breast milk. That's not what I want. Minus milk. <laughs> um... I don't think you're going to find any answers. <laughs> I'm not. I did find an article called Why You Should Collect Your Own Urine. Not going down that road. Mm. 
that. <laughs> I'm going to say that from the lack of answers, you probably can't pasteurize humans. <laughs> also from like thinking about it. What do you um, like astronauts do? Do they just use water? Wait, could you just go to at, like for some health for health reasons and things? Could you just go to like a tanning booth and get some of that good UV light, UV radiation, and just kind of like do that? I don't. Would that clean you? I feel like the oils would still stay on you, which isn't ideal, but it would at least it's better than nothing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, to answer your question about astronauts, by the way, they squeeze liquid soap onto themselves from pouches and then use like water pouches too. Okay, so they do use water. So they do use water. <laughs> my, my mental image is someone just laughing themselves and then just like asking their astronaut friend across the castle, be like, water bomb me! <laughs> <laughs> they have a large store of water balloons on board to shower with. Yeah, so there, there are different ways to get cleans. You could get like, you could get like a, a, a one of those, one of those, like a, a stone, one of those stones that women use in the showers. I assume you could just abrade yourself one of those stones <laughs> oh god that sounds awful also isn't that just for like your feet i don't, I don't know, know what you're for talking your entire about. body like a pumice you stone? could just use abrasion as a cleaning method you could use uh don't they have um like waterless washing machines for your clothes you mean like like what they use for like dry cleaning because you don't want to do that oh yeah what do they use for dry cleaning i don't even know what that what that is so i looked that up once because i didn't actually know how it worked it's basically a regular washing machine, but instead of using water, they use chemical solvents. Mm. Now, I, I feel like at some point I saw an article about a washing machine that doesn't use liquid, but I don't remember. Googling. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I, I could don't, just Google I don't it. understand how this would work. Water machine. This washing machine uses oh, just a tiny bit of water. That still is water. Hmm. Oh, I see how we set this question up for ourselves, um, and I think we've dropped the ball, guys, because the next question in our lightning round is, what if everyone stops showering? <laughs> Things gonna stink. So I, think we're, I think we're supposed to talk about the previous one for like a hot minute, and then go on, and then bring it to everybody, and well, talk about all the bad things. Well, okay. If everyone stops showering, it's basically just living in the Middle Ages, right? Um, yeah, water usage is way down. It's nice. Positive. Bright side, no one will judge you for not showering. Yeah. Like, I guess that's what it is, is that, like, if no one... My quarantine life remains unchanged. (laughs) If no one showers, the social stigma of not showering is not there. Right. But there is disease and stuff, which is not (laughs) ideal. I mean, do we know the concept of showering? And do we know what we're missing, that, like, we could be cleaner, but we're not? What would you use your shower for if you stopped showering? I don't think we'd have showers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i would sell my shower who would you sell it to no one's showering ah oh, shoot you're right you're right we're done all right i'm done talking about showering we have to get out yeah, of this oh yes how would you improve the puppy bowl who snuck perfect. this question onto this list it's perfect <laughs> how would you improve the puppy bowl i want to do this as the whole goddamn question but you guys would not let me yeah so i guess i should probably start off then with my my brilliant ideas that i don't have yet okay so, first off, one thing very disappointing about the Puppy Bowl. No rules enforcement, like, at all. Like, they just throw these goddamn dogs in there with, like, a, like 15 balls, like, all these toys. Like, so many non-football items. And just let them mill around. And fine, I get it. It's it, They're cute, all that. But, you know, I put a lot of money down on this Puppy Bowl thing. And I want to see some, you know, get up and go from these puppies. I, I guess I don't even... 
you describing puppy bowls right now. I guess I don't even really know what a puppy bowl is. <laughs> okay. Um, well, for Chris and... Well, maybe other listeners don't know. I was gonna, I, I was gonna draw a hard line that Chris, the only person who doesn't know what the puppy, what the puppy bowl is like. But I, I can see other people not knowing. The puppy bowl is what I'll call counter programming by Animal Planet on the Super Bowl day, and what they do is effectively they have a little football arena, and um, for all Europeans, this is the American football, not the football, and they just literally just have like ten puppies walking around with toys and things, and I think there's one football or like a couple football toys and if they if one of the puppies happens to bring a football to like a corner they get a, you know they'll, they'll put a point up they'll put touchdown on the scoreboard they put some other animals into i think there's like an announcer booth where they have like a hamster and like a parrot or something and they just like zoom in on them sometimes they usually have a room full of cats as well oh yeah they did they did incorporate cats they're just in the other rooms sitting there <laughs> the cats where let's say the cats are the cats are like they're not cheerleaders I don't know what the cats are. There's there's no rhyme or reason the whole thing. So number one, how would I improve the puppy bowl? First off, legitimate training here. We we dump so much money into football. Why can't we dump like get one of the you know dishonored football coach that gets kicked off their team, but is still pretty good, and have them in charge of the puppy bowl teams? So you want it to be like a legitimate football game with puppies? Yeah, you can te- you could like you can teach a dog to toss a thing, and you could definitely teach a dog to fetch a thing or catch a thing. Could a, a dog throw something? I think you'd have to basically like discus it with their mouth. Yeah, and my my dog will sometimes do that when she's like playing with herself. Not not in those not in that phrasing. Um, <laughs> no one was thinking but, that, Marcus. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she'll like grab her toy and like throw it up in the air and then chase it again, like playing fetch with herself. So you could definitely train a quarterback dog, and then all the other like you know the wide receivers and the wide retrievers are very easy to train you (laughs) (laughs) so i i think you could with honestly like not hypothetical crazy world like just regular world dog training you could set up like two actual dog teams to compete with like a little bit of a little bit of you know skin in the game secondly expand it out expand it like first off dogs are too small football is about having big dudes bump into each other we're gonna get the big dogs they're puppies though are they still going to be puppies? You can get big puppies, get the biggest goddamn bulkiest puppies, and throw them out on a full-size field. Don't, you know, limit them to this tiny little arena. Put them in a big-ass field. Let the dogs run. Well, that seems excessive. Let them really get in there. And that's number two. That's it. Big field, big dogs, and train them to play football. It makes it 30 times more watchable. Personally, I find it very watchable on its own merits, just being yeah, I don't, I don't think big they... dogs. I don't think that having big puppies would improve the viewership. I think the appealing thing about puppies is that they're small and cute. You guys just don't understand football. (laughs) (laughs) You guys just don't understand football like I understand football. You just don't understand puppies like I understand puppies. What if you had T-Rex arms? (laughs) It would be funny. It would be funny. How would we have to design like the modern workplace? I'm sitting at my desk now with T-Rex arms up trying to figure this out. I mean, just oh, if your elbows are on your sides, you basically have T-Rex arms. Yeah. By slight, honestly, by slightly improving my posture, I can reach my keyboard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think our our mobility would be as limited as a T-Rex because we still, I mean, I feel like I can still reach a lot of stuff. And here's the positive thing. My mouse just has, it just has two buttons and I have two claws. 
Oh, so your hands are... Oh, no, you got legit... T- it's not just like, oh, I have, haha, I have T-Rex arms because I put my arms in my shirt. Like, this is legit. You have T-Rex arms. Okay. Body temperature regulation would get a little trickier because I don't think... Well, were T-Rex warm-blooded? I assumed no, but maybe. It was warm-blooded. It was not a lizard. Yeah, it can't be cold-blooded. It would die. It's too big. The power their muscles needed was far too high for the animals to be cold-blooded. That is so cool, actually. <laughs> too buff. Sorry, that's a real cool fact, it's where it's just cool. like, any animal who's strong enough has to be warm-blooded, or else it will literally explode itself from the inside, from, the, from its own energy generation. So you won't be able to reach your head. Hmm... You probably I can, reach your mouth. I can reach my mouth. Can't reach I, can the reach my, I can reach my forehead. Yeah, if you bend down, yeah. You can't reach the top of your head. Yeah. But I guess you don't really need to reach the top of your head that often. You can't put on hats. That's the one thing. <laughs> you can do I don't baseball think caps. That's important. Baseball yeah, you can cap put on, Yeah, things with rims. I guess, and... yeah, brimmed hats. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think we're done talking about it yet. But I love that our conclusion could potentially be you, you're limited to brimmed hats and everything <laughs> else is fine. Okay, continuing with the unimportant bullshit, you can't actually do anything with your hair. Yeah, the way I do my hair, I think I could do it. Could you? Can you like? Can you like? You could get a stationary comb station thing and just, just run like, your no, 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 head like, across I can reach, it. I can yeah. reach. I can reach my, my, the top of my, like the front of my hair, the only part of my hair I do anything with, and I could gel that. Actually, the important thing, besides hats, is that you won't be able to put on a shirt. Oh. No? Um. You still need to get it over your head, right? I can put a shirt on. Hold it on. It would be trickier. Hold on a second. Are you going to try it? <laughs> I'm going to try it. <laughs> going to take off his shirt. On our non-visual medium. These are, this is the sound of Ben putting on his shirt. This is really complicated <laughs> because I record with earbuds in. <laughs> and i had to it's okay ben just don't listen we won't say anything while you do this yeah oh god this is, right. this is you here we go shirt is off i'm i'm scrunching it up to get to the neck hole neck hole is over oh this is quick neck hole okay i think the neck hole is not bad i think the hardest part is going to be getting the arms through oh this part is tricky okay wait a minute wait a minute i have okay um hmm i I hit a snag (laughs) (laughs) i don't think okay i have a problem because i don't actually have t-rex arms but i think it's possible yeah because you're sort of like artificially shortening your arms yeah and and like the the problem the problem too is that our shirts aren't built i guess let me put it this way i could 100 percent put a tank top on with t-rex arms right now can you put your pants on Ooh. Hold on. <laughs> um, okay. Oh no, this is easy. Hold on. God, I hope I hope Shanta walks in. I hope your <laughs> wife just comes in right now. It's gonna happen. Okay. It's pretty easy for me, but I also have very flexible hips. <laughs> Much like the mighty T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, hold on. How do I wait? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, I got it. Wait. Okay, I I I have a correction to make. <laughs> <laughs> These weren't pants after all. <laughs> it's really easy to get your pants on above your knees and pretty hard to get them much higher than that. 
Why? <laughs> because you can't. The lack of mobility. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah. If I cross my arms. <laughs> you have to cross your arms. I mean, if you have T-Rex, because you're probably limiting yourself to, you, like, you don't have an elbow, but you would have an elbow if you had T-Rex arms. It would just be shorter. That That's true. Yeah, there's also another inconsistency of doing the human T-Rex arms, and is that your arms wouldn't, you know effectively come out of your mid torso <laughs> like <laughs> yeah yeah part of the problem i have is that i have no way to pull the pants up in the back oh yeah that's it that is a problem <laughs> but otherwise the pants okay i think i think you can pull pants on with t-rex arms that's what i've decided okay if you like maneuver the back because the, sh- the shirt you can use gravity to your advantage the yeah, pants the, you can't the, the, the toughest thing with the shirt was just getting um oh my hold on my earbuds are going through my shirt now <laughs> Guys, I don't I don't think we're <laughs> improving on Ben trying to put on pants with T-Rex arms. Man, I'm glad we're just an audio medium. <laughs> so I think with that, we could, uh, I think with that, I'm going to call it a lightning round. Why am I always the one who does these things? You volunteer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're the one actively volunteering for them. <laughs> All right, Mr. T-Rex pants, you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would you rather... Own a horse with wings like Pegasus or a talking dog with human intelligence? Ooh, these are really good options. Those are really good options. All right. You know what? I think this one's actually pretty easy for me. Does anyone have not a decision on this one already? I've already decided. Oh, God. This is with a problem. no discussion. I mean, I have a, I have a strong, I have an inclination. Should but we only... say it without, like at the same time without discussing it and see if it's I the think, same? Yeah, I think we should do that. Okay. All right. Here we go. The one that you would rather have. Yep. Yeah. On the count. Um. After one. So three, two, one. Three, two, one. Say. Boom. Okay. Yep. Yep. Three, two, one. Talking Pegasus. dog. What? Ooh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. I don't want a talking dog that. If it's a pet, I don't want a talking dog that's human intelligence because then I'm owning it and that's weird. I mean, I think it's a friend. But then you like. Like it changes the you relationship a, definitely. You don't have a pet relationship with friends, but I mean, yeah, it's a room. It's a roommate. Actually, that actually that is a point. So actually, Chris uh, Ben, you make a good point here because that was my first inclination too. Because I think the life of pets, while they enjoy them, it's kind of an ignorance is bliss kind of thing. Where if you know it was secret life of pet style, where they knew what all the stuff that was going on, your pets probably wouldn't like their lack of freedom so much, and there'd be some very sad moments where you're you know where it's like, oh. I'm leaving for the weekend, and your and your pet like freaks the f out, and they would vo- vocalize that to you. Okay, they have human intelligence, so the dog might be more reasonable. But also, I think your dog would be if you had your roommate was a talking dog, your dog would be your equal, if not definitely your superior. Because I find it really hard to imagine a world where I'm making more money than the talking dog that lives with me. I guess he does have that advantage that he's a talking dog. <laughs> yeah, but I was gonna say like physically, you're probably superior because you have hands and stuff yeah but like if you have if you live in a place that has all like like the lever handle doors a dog can open those doors it's just not usually smart enough to like know how to do it consistently yeah but it probably like if it was smart enough to like know how it works and it just couldn't do it then it would get envious well no but that's what i'm saying like with if you have a talking dog with human intelligence you just have an apartment that the talking dog with human intelligence can use things in it yeah, but that's just your apartment. Like, once you leave it's a place that you own, there are going to be things that you can do that it can't. And it's, I feel like it's going to get jealous. I mean, I mean, I don't know if you get as, 
I don't know how envious he would get if you're a different species. I mean, he can do things that you can't right, do, exactly. like smell everything. Yeah, I guess. He can go run around in the park. Like, there, I mean, technically, you can go run around in the park people looking at you weirdly. <laughs> and then also just, like, you know, have millions of dollars. Because how could a dog, talking dog celebrity not have millions of dollars? Like, Also that. I mean, you could make the same argument for a Pegasus. You could make millions of dollars by having a Pegasus. Could you, though? It'd be a lot tougher. I mean, you just make a show with the pegasus i don't even know if that no that wouldn't even work like, like okay let, let me put it this way like you get a teal if you if you don't like unless you do something like you can't just be like okay it's the new game of thrones because i have a pegasus it's like you get a tlc show about you if you if you have a talking dog you are going on every late night and like morning talk show like literally every single one you have a pegasus you might get on one i think you get on five. i think you'll get on the same amount I don't think so. No. The thing is, the problem is the dog is the full package. Right. The dog is... And it's not even you. You're not involved anymore. The dog is not, is doing this on their own because now they know how to read a contract yeah. and they don't. They know they don't need you. You can interview a dog. So you this can't isn't a Pegasus. good for you. This is good for the dog. <laughs> <laughs> you can interview a dog, but you can't interview a Pegasus. I just want, I just want to take that out of context. Wait, can the dog talk? Yeah. Yes, it's a mouth... talking dog with human intelligence. Yeah, but its mouth isn't built for talking, right? This one's is. Like that was, that was a whole answer of Ben's. I forget what question it was, but he covered that in one of the questions. Well, this, this one specifically can't. It says it's a talking dog. So, oh, is that part of? I thought it's it just the intelligence thing. Oh no, no, it can, no, it can talk. A, a talking can, dog oh, okay. with human intelligence. Yeah. If it's just human intelligence, I'm less into it. But a talking dog with human intelligence, I am into. Again, still, I think it's good for the dog. The dog has a good situation, but he doesn't need you, and he's probably. Like, it's pr- not necessarily good for you. Yeah, no, it's not necessarily good. But I, I wouldn't be that selfish. I think the I think that the talking dog would just be such a cool life story to have. Even if he leaves you behind in his, you know, but so glittery, like, <laughs> Emmy-winning dust. Like, you could be like, hey, I'm room with that dog. But here's, here's a question for you, Chris. Do you want to ride a Pegasus? Why wouldn't I? I feel like that would be terrifying. Why? You, you've you always been in favor of, of flying. You said that you want to fly instead of run super fast. So Yeah, I would like to, if I'm <laughs> controlling it, yes. I mean, I assume you have some sort of control over this, the Pegasus. But you're still just like a dude on the back of a flying thing with no, like a Pegasus doesn't have a seatbelt. I mean, it's the same as just riding a horse. So like you could train the horse and you'd have control. Here's one thing. I'm just looking at Pegasus. Uh, Pegasi right now. Pegasus, yeah. Pe- Pegasus. And here's one thing that literally no one addresses is that based on where you put the wings on a Pegasus, there is no place to put your legs as a person. This is true. There must be some pictures of people riding Pegasus. And the Pegasus wings are always like in mid-flap forward and the legs are just behind it. And it's just like, no, the, once it pushes downwards, it's going to like push your fucking legs off and you're going to die. <laughs> and here's, here's the other thing too. I, I've ridden a horse you know, an actual horse, like, one time. It was not comfortable. Mm -hmm. And I don't think aerodynamics and extra wing muscles right by my groin area are going to make the experience any better than it would be uh, riding a regular horse. So you would have this really cool Pegasus thing, but it would just be like, oh, but it's so uncomfortable. So I'm looking at a picture of of Pegasus from the Disney movie Hercules, and the wings are coming out of sort of the shoulder so it's like more towards the front, like at the base of the neck. Yeah, there's like a whole lot of wing right behind it. I also feel like just every time it flaps, you're gonna get like buffeted by jostled by backdraft. I don't like it's it's like like 
clearly, if I could ride a Pegasus once, I would ride a Pegasus. But yeah, this is. A, th- we'll say I'll say that. Yeah, having a Pegasus is a net improvement on my life. Right. Yeah. I just think I'd rather have the talking dog. Exactly. Like, I'd rather have that experience than the Pegasus experience. Exactly. I think it's. If- I guess if the relationship is different, the wording says that you have a talking dog, so it implies that you own it. I mean, a talking dog needs a person associated with it to help it navigate through a human-designed world. I don't think so. I think so. Why? It's just as intelligent as a human. Yeah, but there are, there are, most, most, like, of human society is not designed for dogs. Yeah, but it could figure it out. I think that if I was a dog, I could figure out how to get, a, get by can a dog use a cell phone? Yeah, they, their their paws work. Can it hold a cell phone? If it orders a, a special, if it gets a custom little dog carrier, you know, a phone like something that goes on its face, so it can use its nose, mm-hmm. just like a headset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a dog headset. <laughs> and Siri, so he's very much a, he's gonna be your dog is gonna be the assholes on his Bluetooth device all the time. <laughs> the 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 blue hound tooth. Eh. Eh. And with that, yep. <laughs> that does it for our episode today, everybody. We didn't make a decision. Oh, I mean, I, we have, it sounds like. Oh. Me and Ben are team dog, and it sounds like you're team Pegasus, I'm team right? Pegasus. I guess Marcus switched from his initial. I did, but I've switched pretty quickly once I realized that the dog could just live his own life and be awesome. But look, we, you know, we can put this up to a vote. Listener, if you think that you would like to have a talking dog... Go to www.patreon.com slash absurdhypotheticals, hit become a patron button, give us one dollar, and that'll be one vote for Talking Dog. If you think it should be the Pegasus that you get, go to www.patreon.com slash absurdhypotheticals, hit that become a patron button, and insert $35, please. Um, That's going to be our voting system. (laughs) Um, Again, votes for Dog is one dollar, votes for Pegasus is $35. Um, we'll tally them up at the end of next we'll month see and let who you know wins. which one we've gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and once you've done that, uh, feel free to join us next week where we're doing our very first throwback episode. I'm excited. I'm not going to explain what that is. Nah. All right, cool. <laughs>